here we go. Spring of 2020. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode 26. Joined by Jed Domke, Weston Larson, and your host, Taylor Henry. Today, we will be covering out-of-state turkey hunting. How to choose which state? Scouting. Is it hard to plan your trip? And then what states are on our own bucket list? Three, two, one, and go. All right. We are live. How are you guys doing today? Doing real well. You? I'm doing great. Weston? I'm, do- uh, I'm doing good as well, Taylor. Okay. All right. Um, we just got back from shed hunting. It's about 50 degrees again today. It's February. No, it's March. It's March, March 2nd. Second. My God. Yes. My gosh. About time. Yep. Did you see the weather for this weekend? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Six fifty zero. Saturday, sixty Six, Sunday. Zero. Yeah, I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be in the sixties starting Thursday morning. Oh yeah, you're heading down to yeah. oh down uh, yonder, going going to Arkansas. You know what? Why? What? That kind of makes that's that's kind of a little interesting little segue into our topic today. Did you look at the turkey season down there? Yeah, doesn't run. Doesn't when work. does it start? I I can't remember. April. Really? Yeah. Like beginning of April. That's yeah. psychotic. It, if you're it, if you're a southern state and you're not starting in March, just it maybe starts in the end of March, but I I do know that I looked and it it wasn't started then. Yeah, what are the big ones? Probably starting soon. I know Florida. I think Florida's kicked off this week. Yeah, I think it kicked off last week. Well, I know uh, Dave Owens already shot. One Did he in Florida and his girlfriend? Oh, geez. Yeah, I think last week of February they usually get going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <clears throat> what else did you guys do this week? Anything hunting related? Wesson and I went out shed hunting today uh, and I did walked a shed one yesterday as well. Yeah, we walked one uh, one standing alley crop cornfield that has a ton of tracks. Snow, I, I would say, is just too deep still. Mm-hmm. It's still not very fun to walk. No. Um, but I bet Sunday will be fine. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, there's still gonna be snow. Like there was, there's still right. spots a foot right. deep of snow, but well, those edges that are getting, you know, now they're kind of like sloppy. They're gonna get pretty good by Sunday. Right. And we're in our, we're in the 40s and 50s think, all week. Well, yeah. next two weeks it well, looks today, like. Today's the Christ's sake, we're gonna have gonna one of those early like, springs again for like the next two Hope three so. weeks. Yeah. Hope so. So you saw some turkeys coming back on your way back Sunday, but none, none were strutting. No, I didn't see any strutters. Yeah, I didn't see any. Um, yesterday I my saw old man, some, my old man saw a group, I don't know how many total turkeys there was, but he said there was five fanned out last Oh, week. really? Yeah. Oh. Down, down in Romance by the big turkey. Yep. Well, Romance is known for that. Yep. Capital of turkey hunting. Um, I saw, I saw a couple turkeys on my way down to Madison on Friday or Saturday and they must be getting hungry because they're along the road ditch. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Big old Tom, just right on the road. Yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't do that on a main highway. No, no. 
a smart move. Isn't it weird how big their their like beards look right now? They just look giant. All maybe, winter. Maybe those like, were giants. I don't know. I always feel like they just look big. I feel I feel like when they're on a white background. Yeah, it just like, looks it just, it just looks sticks out so much yeah. more. All right, well I'm gonna put it over to Weston here. He's gonna ask us some questions. He put together a little question outline today for our podcast. I Weston. Did. I did. Okay, so we're talking out of state uh, turkey trip. Um, so the first thing I want to ask about is how do you choose which state you want to go to? Like, what are what are the what factors in for you guys when choosing an out of state? Uh, the time is coming that I will be able to go where I want to go and have the time to hunt the states I want to hunt. So time. Is <clears throat> so time is the big one, um, and we've chose, we've chosen, chose whatever. Nebraska, for the mere fact of it's a quick drive, it is opens really early, mm-hmm. March 25th. So that's a full two, three weeks ahead of Wisconsin. And, and we get to mess around with some Merriams. Yep. I wish it was shotgun, though. Yeah. If it opened then with shotguns, <laughs> oh boy. It'd probably be just. It'd be stupid. Yeah, it'd be so packed. Well, and. So, well, it'd so be many pretty dead easy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, public land would still yeah still wouldn't be that, that easy, right? That's how I that's how I look at it. I mean, <clears throat> obviously, it's just it's tough. We're in a tough time for just having you spend so much time off in this fall, and it's hard to take a full week or two weeks off in the spring. But and our turkey hunt around here is so good that right. it's worth yeah, the it, wait. It, it's hard, and it's hard to travel to other states that open the same time that we open which is most most majority most of states, states right especially, especially in the midwest especially that's an easy drive from wisconsin yeah oh yeah for sure you know like i was i was talking to jared today because i was trying to talk him into going to nebraska because it sounds like somebody's out i'm not out okay. just it's just gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be game time one. decision um, yeah okay see how far we get in the first week of having that place and sure we might be able to take off for a couple of days so uh, yeah, I was just like bringing up the fact that I just wish that there was another state that's as easy to get to as Nebraska that opened as early as they did, but you're tacking on two extra states away to get, you know, the same season structure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tennessee that, or yeah, where you or looking at? Oklahoma even. Yeah. Oklahoma opens. Yeah. But I we're looking there but like year. that's, that's not an easy drive. You know that. No, so, you're just looking so, over ten hours. Right. So, the the farther the drive, the more, the more days basically. My are you, God, are you okay? About had a fucking <laughs> injury here. Everyone is okay. Well, I'm good now. I'm comfortable now too. <laughs> All right, good, good. So you know, the longer the drive, the way that I look at it, um, the more days you're gonna have to be there to make it worth it. Right. You know, so especially, you know, if you were to go to a state that you'd never been to. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If you're going to a place you've never been to... Yeah, you need a week. Yeah, block off a week. Because it's going to take a while to figure out, you know... Where they are. And try what's to... Happening. And, and if you can time it, go two days or three days before season and spend a day or two before you can carry a weapon. Right. Because if you're experimenting with a weapon in your hand for a couple days, you're going to start getting pretty discouraged. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so yeah, I'd say I'd say travel. Um, I'd like to say, I mean, looking out over the next few years, the Grand Slam thing is going to be a legitimate legitimate thing getting ahead of yourself yeah man. easy well i'm it was just telling you how yeah. i would choose it yeah right but we're gonna right. talk yeah we can cover that in a little bit so uh just for the sake of conversation sake uh let's say nebraska okay mm-hmm. since we've yeah. all been yeah. there yeah. when you finally pick out where you're gonna go where does the whole scouting begin like do you do i know you guys do quite a bit of e-scouting or like on the on the internet and then like like you said um Going a couple of days early just to do your scouting. Yeah, Ten last year we did it. Uh, we did it for the first time where we actually went out there a day early, and focus on just scouting. Because you have that pressure once you have that tag in your pocket and the and season's it's open. Right, you have to hunt. <laughs> like yeah. it's hard not to, even especially for turkeys too. Because you're like, well, might as well go out there in the morning. Well, then you just lost your hour and a half, two hours of hopefully getting eyes on a flock or something too. So um, what was the main question again? Oh, yeah, the East, like, I don't know. Onyx is fine, I guess, for seeing, like, where you want to start. But So how, how, never... do, you, how do you get to where you want to start? Right, though? That's that was my next segue. So, like, my... What are you looking at? My, looking like, for? what I would look for is multiple public land places close together. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to hunt public... And they, and they don't have to be big. Yeah, if you want to hunt public, the way we did it was just pretty much a 100-mile radius. Wrote down, or got every single public land piece, and, like, the first year we went to Nebraska in that one part of the state, yep. it was, like, a 100-mile radius, and we picked out every public spot, and we were going to go try to um, hit every single one, and we found that one pretty good one. Um, if you here, Here's my theory on if you want to go door-knocking. If you want to go door knocking, I would steer clear of public land. Yeah, the farther away you get, yeah. the better, <clears throat> because there's less of us coming in from out of state, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously everybody starts at the public because that's what you're there for. Yeah, that's where you don't have to do any door knocking, and then on you know traveling between spots. Oh, hey, there's a flock. Let's go talk to them. Well, they've already had eight of you come and talk. Yeah. So. Yeah, and a big one there is if you can get out there during the middle of the week, the amount of pressure on a place like that, middle of week versus weekends, is huge. So you can get ahead of other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, like looking at an aerial. So say say you found found the property, right? Looking at an aerial um, map. First thing I'm looking for is water. Where's the water? Um, even to like any marked stream on on onyx or on a mapping system probably has running water in it for the most part if not it's still going to show you um a better idea of like the topography so you know it's going to be a low spot you know if it looks like there's good hardwoods around that ditch or creek or stream there should be some good roosting trees in there especially and and like it's not very hard go ahead and just search the state that you're going to the um most likely like wooded area like the type of trees we know in nebraska it's going to be oaks and cedars yep so any ditch that has hardwoods is gonna hold turkeys or at least could should yeah could or should but there's you know there's a lot of canyons there i use canyons loosely uh there's a lot of ditches where there's just nothing yeah 
and next year it might that one might be loaded, and the one that was loaded, there ain't a turkey around. Yeah, your so, I mean your best bet's gonna. It's hard because I I think just making sure a property has water nearby. Water's I think most important thing with turkeys, and uh, they have enough enough hardwoods to live in. Other than that. We thought egg fields were important, but Nebraska teaches you otherwise. Yeah. Um, another th- like another thing that we, I've learned out there, anyways, is uh, cattle feeding operations. When you're hunting that early, trumps egg fields big time. Yep. Yeah, they love picking in the old cow pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can if you can find a, a small to medium size feedlot, that's uh that's way better than big cornfields or bean yeah. fields. Yeah. So I mean, it's just another another thing it's... with the, with like the e scouting or how do you pick an area? Um, what I've learned in not only turkey hunting but uh, mule deer and elk hunting is don't. Don't get like too concrete of a plan in your head, just based off of what you see on, on your whatever Google Earth. Yeah, or I'd say you have a little better shot with like turkey hunting, better than out west where you just what you think you saw on a map. Is oh just... right, right. But e- but even, even though even still, then, yeah, you know, you you might get out there and be like, this looks fire. This is where I'm going to spend my time. If if that's your plan. And like for me, anyways, once I have something like that in my mind, it's hard to be be like, nope, I was wrong. I need to just move on, um, because like they're just not everywhere. Just because it looks good doesn't mean that they're there. Yeah. So like go like what I've started doing is in my approach is just being like, okay, this is where I'm like going to locate. Like this is this is where I'm gonna camp, or this is where I'm gonna get a motel. I all I want to do is know where the public land is or whatever I'm planning on hunting. Just know where those places are and kind of what they look like. But I don't want to be like, okay, I'm going to spend this much time here and I'm going to spend this much time there and I'm going to spend this much time there. I don't like that sort of rigid plan in my mind. If it's your first time touching a state, to marry yourself to anywhere is is a bad, is a bad idea. idea. Yep. <clears throat> mobility you is can, key. Yeah, if you can be mobile, you've, you've got to be because you just don't know. Especially if you're stuck on – if you're going to be like, I'm just going to hunt public and I'm going out of state and I've never touched this place before, I mean, pick out your spots, I guess, but you it really doesn't matter. You're, you have to put your boots on the ground and see the place to really know. And if there isn't anything there, you should realize that relatively quickly. Right. But the big ones, yeah. I mean, they're going to be around water. They're going to want some type of hardwood area at some point. Um, and, yeah, if you can tell. And you, and sometimes you can tell. If you see, like, you know, <clears throat> if you zoom in enough and you can see old pasture, that's a good spot in a lot of areas. Even, even in, in Wisconsin. If you, I mean, I, would lo- I love old pastures in the spring. I just don't hunt very many of them. Like wooded pastures you're yeah. talking. Yeah. So, you got your state picked out. You got your area picked out. Now your trip is fastly approaching. Um, 
is it hard to kind of plan? First off, plan the whole thing, and then is it hard? Like a lot of people are intimidated by an out-of-state hunt or just all the planning and that's necessary to go into one. Why are people intimidated? And tell them why it's actually a lot easier than what they would think. Well, I'll tell. I'll let Jed answer it too, but mine from being a person that wants to have control and has mental problems. <laughs> um, control. Free, it's just yeah. not knowing where you're going, and then making sure you have everything. And it's not you. If you're going somewhere, just relax. Like if the thing that's stopping you is the fact that you can't get a plan wrapped around the trip, take a second and reflect because you need to. <laughs> All right, so what what Taylor's really trying to say here is if you're going on a trip, odds are you're going with other people. Um, Resist the urge, the natural urge that Taylor has to have to be the one to decide everything (laughs) and to have to be in control of every aspect of it. Because if that's what's going on, it's going to suck. Just don't do it. Also... On the con- on the flip side, if you're going on a trip with somebody like that, you just got to be upfront. Just be like, "Hey, man, chill the fuck out. <laughs> if if this is how you're gonna be, you're gonna not have fun. I'm gonna not have fun, and we should just stay home." That being said, it can still work. You just gotta you just gotta set boundaries. Yeah, and it's good to have a person that's. Uh, it's good to have one person that's overly um, planned. Like, is it? You're only saying that because you're an overly planner. Yeah, and I still forget fucking everything. <laughs> yeah, it's... okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, on these out-of-trip, out-of-state trips, there's, like, certain things that you actually need to have. Like, absolutely need to have them. Basically, it's your tag and, like, maybe your weapon. Everything else you can get there. Mm-hmm. You know, you like yeah, if you need to stop at a Walmart, right? It, like it's not that big of a deal. Like if you forget something, well, guess what? It's probably going to happen, and you can probably just get it. Guess what? Now you have two of those yeah. or ten, whatever. But like, at least you have one on the trip, though. No. Right. And like, here's here's something: if you go to a Walmart or a uh, sporting goods store and you buy something. Make sure to shake the box and make sure that the, th- oh. the thing is in there. All right, there's a story. That happened. Was that last <laughs> year? Yeah, last that year in Nebraska, we stopped at uh, um, a Cabela's or something. And no, it was, it was uh, Shields. Shields, maybe. Uh, Dick. It was Dick's. Dicks. I was gonna say Dick's, but yeah. I didn't, that makes sense. Didn't, it was Dicks. Um, and I bought one of those like pop-up blinds. And uh, like, no, it's not a pop-up blind. It's like a. Like a well, it's out like blind. Yeah, it's like it's a half like, high blind. Yeah, you, it's not. There's no roof. It's it's oh. like it just hides you from what's. Yeah, it's two sided. Yeah. Just yeah, I love those things. By the way, and uh, I grabbed. I must have grabbed the box right next to the display because it was literally a display one. Because that we got there and there was nothing in the box. Yep. Like I fucking carried the goddamn box <laughs> around. And I honestly, I remember thinking like, damn, this thing is light. <laughs> But like, who would have a box sitting there that's empty? That is pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. It's funny, is what it is. Is it? Now it's funny. No, I thought it was funny at the time. I can time. imagine at the time Taylor, Taylor did not. Did not think he it did not funny. think it was funny. That it was, wasn't do or die. It was, was one of those things that not part of the plan. No, it wasn't. 
Jed. I wasn't happy. <laughs> but it wasn't it I as as much as Jed's saying that I am a psychopath and I and I am. <laughs> I can at least sit back and be like was is it necessary 100%? No, and then I should be able to move on. And I'm pretty sure I did move you on. You did. There. You did well. Yeah. Yeah, I called him after that. I'm like, "Hey, uh didn't have the thing that you I bought in the box." And they they were they just believed me. So Well, yeah. Oh, they, oh, they knew. They, they knew were like, "Yeah, they were like, yeah we were wondering why we had an extra yeah. Mine with no box. We thought it was weird. Okay, well. You're like, I got your box. Trade you. Blind for the box. Oh. Sorry. Taylor's thirsty. I thought he was waving at somebody. Just me. Lime. So. Are you sure? I was getting. So we're drinking some White Claws right now, and I was getting absolutely attacked. I would assume most people who are listening to this Whoa. obviously don't like it because. A majority of the male population that I saw this weekend that saw me drinking White Claw had something to say. Okay, here's the thing. I, I'm a little biased because the company I work for sells White Claw, and it is our number one seller. Like, <laughs> beer, Can took, you get... a, took a poop, White Claw, saved our ass, yeah. made us even this year. It was up, up, last year was up like 240%. I don't, I don't really Nobody care about, it. yeah. Anyways, and like, people are like, talking a lot of shit about like how only women drink it but it's like obviously not because there's you, no so, way so what you're saying is there's a lot of closet white claw drinkers there's either a lot of closet white claw drinkers or a lot of people not around this area sure, sure. that drink it because we sell a shit ton of it and i know it ain't just women drinking it and i have nothing against it it's tasty it has more alcohol than a fucking beer and and it's like sneaky too. <laughs> and it sneaks up on you because of that. Oh, it's good stuff. It doesn't it gives you a good hangover too? <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there's like probably ask. what is there like acid in here? Like, <laughs> how is it only two carbs and like a hundred <laughs> calories? There's probably not good shit in here, and something in there makes my head pound. Yeah, the next day. Yes. And yes, I can get dented cans for five. Five dollars a case. If that's what you're gonna ask. That's what I was asking, <laughs> and I'll take some. <laughs> somebody, Only the party pack. Yeah, so. Somebody who texted me yesterday said they weren't drinking for the next six months is now asking for more booze. I but, said I'm not over drinking. Well, for he's six drinking. Months. No, you didn't. You said you are not drinking for six months. Well, that's what I mean by drinking. I don't. <laughs> casual drinking doesn't count as drinking. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. have a beer. I'm gonna have a beer. Right. All right, so what are, what are the uh, the do's and don'ts? Do's and don'ts. You kind of already said don't freak out about not if you forget something. Yeah, what, don't what, don't what? don't marry yourself to a spot. So, what are the things you like? You said that you absolutely should do. So, like, have plan A, B, C. No, e, don't have plan A, B, and C. Just be like, just I don't have plans, but yeah. I know what my like what my options are. Say right. your know the day you're leaving. Know the day you have to come back. <laughs> Know the place that you're starting at and know how, like, what your, like, umbrella is going to be. If you're only willing to go, yeah, it, it really is just up to you. Like, you have to, like, just know your your timeline pretty much and work around it. What are some things that we've packed in the in the past that are just that, super yeah, unnecessary? Yeah, that would like you never use. You're just annoyed that it's there like, the whole this time. This is really dumb that I had this. That I even brought this. Well, sometimes big ass coolers can really be a nuisance. If you don't kill anything, especially if you're staying in a hotel, like 
and or if it's cold. Yeah. Probably we don't probably need five blinds. Like probably take <laughs> yeah, too many blinds at times. Too many blinds. Um, it's hard because turkey hunting. I mean, it's hard because you never know if you get on, if you get permission on public, you want to toss a blind here, private? toss a blind there. Private. Sorry, private. Yeah. But really, you look at it like, what do you need? You need your saw, clippers. Definitely clippers. Yeah. Don't leave. Don't forget those. Yeah. You will be stopping. At as Walmart. long as it's legal in your state to cut brush on public on land. On public land, right? Yeah. Always gotta watch out for those. Those laws will get you. I um, mean, other than that, like, you probably don't need as many clothes as you think you do. Definitely just, not. Just I've packed the correct. I've clothes. really minimized clothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like the more trips I do, the less clothes I like. You're not going to shit your pants, so don't take more pairs of underwear than... You don't know that for sure. They pack easy. Yeah, underwear is not the one. No, but like... Probably like the different pants and shit. Yeah, you don't... Outer stuff. You don't need two jackets. You need one jacket. You need one pair of pants. Yep. Especially if you're staying at a a hotel. Like, if you're not roughing it, you don't need that much because you can dry anything out overnight. Right. Um, And, yeah, I mean, don't be... And like you said... If you're not super far from civilization, yeah, you can always run to a Walmart right. or whatever if you, for some reason, need... Yeah, I now have a bin that has, like, my travel hunting stuff. So, yep. like, toilet paper, paper towels, some extra, like, I don't know, stuff that doesn't rot, shit like that is always in there. Forks, spoons, bowls. Get it down to one bin. One bin of that, one bin of clothing, and a cooler. Yep. And then yeah, you're blind. Pack, pack your clothes in a tote. Right. That's my that's uh, my thought. Well, and what else people would pack it in? Like bags, like duffel yeah, bags. Yeah. Don't stack in trucks worth of shit. Mm-hmm. It's irritating. Yeah, you can double stack totes. I'm yeah. I'm thinking about all the shit we bring, and I don't know why the truck is so packed. <laughs> it it happens it just is. every time. Like, dude, I don't know how people go on hunting trips, especially when like, you're bringing bowl cases and shit. Three, like four that. dudes yeah. in a in a truck. Like, mm-hmm. God, how do you do that? Well, think about Wyoming last year. A nightmare. We pretty much all drove separately. We yeah. still had just pack full trucks. Yep. Like, I wouldn't have been able to... I would have had to put something else... Because I, I was riding with coolers on my UTV, too. Right. If I wouldn't have pulled that, I wouldn't have enough room. Right. Right. Jed made a huge upgrade, though, for out-of-state trips and got a topper on his truck. And if you think toppers look stupid, you're stupid. Because <laughs> they're, like... They're the best. I will say. How much did it cost you? Dude, I got it used. 800 <laughs> What are they normally? Like 1500 mm, More. Brand new? Really? Like, 22 23 Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, it's a base model. 3000 Brand new. It's it's a base model. Like, it doesn't ha- Like, I can't access through the side or anything. Well, that's fine. But I got, like, little windows that open up so it doesn't get super hot in the you summer. You snooze in there if you need, oh, need yeah. to be easily. Yeah. I mean, so, it, it's definitely, yes, giant upgrade from nothing. Because I wasn't running a tonneau cover or anything. Because I was like, I know when I get a smoking deal on a topper, I'm jumping on it. Right. That is something that I think we're, I think we're gonna do that for everyone is, is develop a like a checklist. That's annoying. Apologies. It's to develop a checklist for turkey hunting in general. Mm, that is good. Idea. And um, you guys can download it, let you know when we have it, but um. And there's going to be two parts of a checklist. First part, the things you must have. Mm-hmm. Weapon, <laughs> tag, 
A call. Shoes or boots. Clothing. Calls. Yourself. That's stupid. Sorry. I think that, I mean. I mean, you're running out of the necessities. You here. don't need decoys. No. Nope. But they are nice to have yeah, if you, you have don't them. need a blind. So then, that'd be a, second that's column. in the second part of the checklist. Yep. Is. Well, I think it should be three. Like Things that are nice to have. Things that are just like, you're getting cock, you know? Third one. <laughs> Yeah, the like third you don't one's need like, it. You just got too much room in your truck or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. the 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 first two columns are packed. We have some extra room. What else should we have? What's a what's a sneaky tool? Like, do you think you, that everyone should have a hammer? Yeah, yeah. Maybe even and, like a maybe even like a, a. I've I've I'll probably start tossing in like like drill. Like one of these jigs. Oh, oh. Like, that, well, they, that's getting cocky. That's getting yeah, cocky. It's, it's cocky. Because yeah. you but have a, you especially on a deer had, trip, you don't like this. Yeah, yeah. no, no. If you, if, you go, if you go on any trip with a dinar, they're packing one of those. Yeah. He's he's got a cordless uh reciprocating saw. Yeah. Some people call them sawzall. Okay, that's <laughs> I didn't know what a reciprocating I, saw. Yeah, well it's that. I know you could have looked at it and known. Yeah. <laughs> and then your basic uh tires changing kit yeah, yeah. so and, uh, i i have a little like a little uh like tool pouch um <clears throat> that i carry what i call farmer tools in them so it's got i'm a farmer okay well listen up <laughs> then this. this is what you need yep. you need hammer <laughs> several what some people call a crescent wrench if you're from uh australia it'd be a shifting spanner um and then multiple uh uh, vice grips, mm-hmm. and then I got a few screwdrivers in there. Um, some tent stakes because a lot of times I'm camping, and yeah. you you, know, you just never know what some tent stakes might you know, come in handy for. Seriously though, you know how many times I've gone camping and I'm like, oh, could use another one, two, three stakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Boom, you got them in there. Uh, what else is in there? Oh, Allen wrench set. Got yeah, those things are awesome. Gotta have yeah, them. Yeah, if you're on a boat trip mm-hmm. too. Well, Anything most of them are. That yeah. one of those live, just live in my truck. Yeah. Well, I've got the I've got the glove I think, box. Although I lose about fifteen. A yeah, year. yeah, yeah. So I've got the glove box set of Allen wrenches, and then the the farmer tool mm-hmm. pouch set of. Um, Can never have enough Allen wrenches. No. That's probably about all I really keep in there. Um, the essentials. Yeah. WD-40. You know what? That's a good idea. Good I don't think... I definitely have some duct tape in there, too. Yeah. And electrical tape. Really electrical tape's right awesome. There. If you're going to minimalize, that's really mm-hmm. all you need. Duct tape and WD-40. No, okay. Right and this now. is how your, your back of your truck gets filled up, because <laughs> all that stuff is worthy of a, another bin. It really is. Like You might as well just throw everything in a bin that you... No, no, no. no. I, keep, I keep this in my... Uh, like, in that little pouch... And I keep it under my back seat. Mm-hmm. And then also, I've started carrying one of those uh, cigarette lighter plug-in um, air compressors, like for just oh. in case you need to pump up a tire. Right. That's, and jumper that's, cables. Yeah. Gotta have jumper cables. Yeah. Right. And that's how we get to the full truck. It is. It is. It is. <clears throat> that's why. That's what I'm saying. If you took all that shit and put it in a bin, you could have another bin. Yeah. And it just be. It might just stay in your truck. 
Right. This stuff does <laughs> stay in my truck under my back seat. Right. In a bag. Yeah. But you 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 have your air compressor and shit in there? Yeah. Or? Oh, yep. really? Yeah. It's it's small. Oh, nice. It's about that big. For those and of like, you that couldn't see that, it's about that big. <laughs> Just like this big? Yeah. That big. Like not not quite the size of a basketball in roundness, but it's oh. but it's you know not round. Right. So. So. <laughs> I think. I'm trying to think of like food per like food mm. wise like what's important. Water. Yeah. And that yeah that big fan of flats water. Now we're figuring out why the trucks full because <laughs> get like big old cases of water. You you literally can never have enough of them. Like that's probably the most that's that's the most important food or drink that you could possibly have mm-hmm. on a trip. Well, you could be very minimalist and save a lot of room and just get one of those filter straws. Yeah, I mean, and then any like, water, like yeah, if if, we're, if you're if you're backpacking and hunting and backpacking, camping and shit like that, yeah, there's lots of things you can do. Yeah, then you would be into the whole filtering water and eating freeze dried meals. Mm-hmm. Like yes, that's the way to save weight. Yeah, that's close to civilization. That's just foolish. That's just dumb to burn. Yeah, get two twenty four packs of water. Is that something you wait to buy when you're there at the Walmart? Usually not. I mean, that's, is that a smart? I mean, like, not, like but I, tr- smart, I try, I try to way? not make a Walmart stop. Like, I try to leave you, with everything that I need. Yeah, well, we've we've done it before. We yes. did it the, the overnight trips. We've we've done it. I was gonna say we did it that first trip yeah. to Nebraska that I was mm-hmm. with. I will say this: this is a big one, and this is me personally. And I I don't know, like I I feel like everyone. I feel like you'd agree, Jed, but. If it's possible, and I know everyone's jobs don't allow this, if you can take a travel day and travel during normal hours that you're awake and get there and relax and get a good night's sleep, your whole trip will be different. Jed is shaking his head nah, in I'm not, I'm not on board with that. Like, I'm just young enough and just able enough still to get away with, like, very little sleep. Uh... I will like one. My job really probably doesn't allow that, but uh, like my mentality is still, I will sacrifice that much sleep to get there. Like it's got a way out, obviously, but like if I can stay up an extra four hours later than what I would normally go to bed at to then be there in the morning. Versus getting up an extra two hours earlier than what I would have normally to be halfway there in the morning, if that makes any sense. Um, I'm going to choose to stay up four hours extra every time. For now. Till I decide that I hate that. Taylor has already made the decision that he hates that. Yeah, but I don't have, like, the that pain of the job. I mean, you saw what we did when I had a normal job and I needed to do it. I was right, willing to right. do it. Right, right. You just got to it. Just, do it. It just, cri- I, I just, I know it, it just, it cripples your, men- it cripples you through the trip. Because you start off in such a, a bad note because you're tired. Right. And you catch, like, remember I, was, I fucking drove that after working in Nebraska and I was, like, sleeping that whole day mm-hmm. driving around and it just, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. But like Wyoming, like I didn't have, we didn't have a wasted no morning or anything. No. So it it for me, I know because I also know that like 
I need decent sleep to operate and like perform well. So like I'm gonna get it at some point. I'd rather get it on your normal schedule. And just be when I'm there, I'm fine. Like I'm right. ready. Right. So but yeah, I know I totally get it. If like your job doesn't allow it, like going and hunting for a couple hours in the morning. But I think if you do that, then just sure get there. If if the morning hunt, like especially turkey hunting, that's why we did that one time. Yep. We knew the more like the morning hunts are better. It's it, Wyoming would be another situation yeah. if we had to. You, like, have, you have to be there at, at sunlight, yeah, and sunrise. But you have four or five hours during the day that that first day you, you can take it. Like you, and you, you should, sleep. and you should, and yeah, you should. Yeah. So you should Absolutely. accept the fact that you need like. I guess that's that's the thing. Like, accept the fact that you need to be caught up on sleep by day two. Yep. Yep. Agree. Yeah. All right. I pretty much cover everything there. <clears throat> Do's and don'ts. So the kind of the last uh, portion I want to cover is uh, hypothetically, you're mm-hmm. dying in June. You have one last state you can go to. One last turkey hunting trip. Where are you going and why? Well, you better change the death day to like middle of April then. <laughs> yeah, because I'm Because be, if I'm dying in June. I'm going I'm, on a trip. I'm going on multiple <laughs> trips. Okay. I'm going to get that slam. <laughs> True. I'm going to okay. be so like outrageous if I know I'm dying. Like, I'm gonna be like hey, can I get this $300,000 loan? And I'll see ya. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay it back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you're dying middle of April. Okay. You have one week from to do a trip. Where yeah, are you mm-hmm. going? Which state? Why? And we'll oh. start with Big T. If I, one trip. Well, that's what he said. <laughs> this is your one trip before you die. And you're not like on your deathbed or anything. I know, like, I know, I know, I know. But I you it. know that for some reason you're for dying. For some reason, bang head right in the face. Personally, <laughs> I would go to my favorite places to hunt, probably. I, I, I would stay here and go hunt the places I've hunted since I was a little kid. Oh, that's that's a terrible answer. Terrible. I get it. It's because it's right. Because it's right. Yeah, but it's right. So I want to make I want to make a change to the question. I want to take that out of it. I get two hunts. One hunt will be okay. I'm gonna hunt what's a your, week here. What's and, your one A? Okay. Or one B? For some reason in my head right now, I'm saying Wyoming. And I'm saying like in a creek bottom with a nice lake or something with a ton of just land to hunt. I don't know why Wyoming, but like Wyoming type land where I can just roam for a long, long ways. And it's just really cool, cool land. I don't have that. I mean, I'm going to go hunt in the south at some point, but like just like. I want to sit in like breathtaking scenery mm-hmm. and hunt like really awesome places mm-hmm. out west, Wyoming or Wyoming. I mean, if I could hunt somewhere similar, like we mule deer hunted, but give me like a lake and like a bunch of creeks that run into it and give me like green spring grass. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, start crying right now. <laughs> Your eyes are a little teary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. that's what I would do. I think Wyoming was legitimately the most breathtaking place I've ever been. Um, so I would go back there and I'd hunt. Because I just don't know if any anywhere in the south can compete with that. Like, but you also, little, don't, have, you don't, you also don't have any experience hunting down there. Yeah, but give okay. How how You've do you been there though? I know. Yeah, how do you, like give? And I just don't see it. How could it? Right. 
where in the south is going to give me like these giant hills that you can see miles on and like there's no one around for hundreds of miles there's no one like the silence is fucking deafening you don't hear fucking cars you don't hear anything if i could hear if i could be in that scenario and hear turkeys gobbling for like six miles yeah that's my choice all right that's a good choice jed Uh, i'm going old mexico you're going straight down to mexico old mexico hunting some gould's turkeys yeah and i'm not coming back no you're, you're you're dying down there yeah i think so nice I think so. You you gonna try any of their like wacky medicines? No, 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 no. I'm like I'm going there because they have giant expanses of land that like nobody goes to for a long time. And I don't like I I want my body decomposed by the time they get to me. (laughs) (laughs) Another big one now that you mentioned Mexico and why I would choose Wyoming is because I am like if I had to pick my perfect morning to hunt, it needs to be like thirty, thirty two. Like just really crisp. And I don't know if you get that in Mexico in April or May. I guess up in the mountains you would. Yeah. And th- their season probably... probably Who knows? Yeah, defied your, your little time line. That's, That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That was just hypothetical right, right, anyways. Right, right, right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I would I would like to, to get a Goulds mm-hmm. as my last. Yeah. That would be pretty sick. And never to be seen again. And just, <laughs> face, did he die? Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Yeah, I don't know. That is something you, that is something I can see Jed doing though. Is just being the Yeah, just doing the like <laughs> like kinda like how he leaves a bar, like don't say anything. <laughs> now he's just like he's like, I'm gonna leave my life, not say a they fucking call thing. The, yeah. They call it the QB sneak. <laughs> well, I've heard the Irish accent, but you know what? Yeah, Irish accent. I feel like if you're gonna do a football analogy, it'd be more like the old uh bootleg. The bootleg. A but everybody know everybody can see the bootleg when the bootleg's happening. No, everyone thinks it's a handoff and you just kinda of slip out the back door. Yeah, but the QB sneak is like hurry up, hurry up, we're gonna we're in the eye formation. QB Bang. sneak would be like if I had to get through like twenty five people before I got to the front door and I just kinda of <laughs> yes, they all knew exactly, I was Exactly. Exactly. They all like QB yeah, sneak is like fourth and is actually, stupid. Whoever came up with that dumb. QB Josh, sneak is that stupid analogy. QB sneak is fourth and one. I'm have to shove my body. <laughs> everybody through. knows. Yeah, yeah everybody, everybody knows, knows I'm about to do sneak. it. You're right. And you I know agree. what? You can't stop me. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I'm Tom Brady, and I've never gotten stopped on a QB sneak on fourth one. But Aaron Rodgers gets hurt every single time. Yeah. So. Well, he actually just that's why he doesn't do it. Um. Okay. So let's let's. I like how you threw the death thing in there because it really makes you think. Right. What's the setting in Wisconsin for your Wisconsin hunt? Yeah. You're this, dying. This was this was part of the question. If you can, if you can explain What's to me your, the property without giving it away on here, yeah, or no. or just explain the setting, What's I can probably figure it out. Your ideal setting, weather. See, I don't, I don't have, anything. I don't have an exact location for it. Yeah, like I'm not that tied to a to a turkey spot. To a spot. Yeah, but I have like a, I have a thing that I want. I want it to be early season. So it's many things, yep. not just one thing. Yeah, I want it. To be, I agree with that. I want it to be cool. I agree with that. Like. Give me at the actual temperature in the morning. Specific. 38. Okay. So cool. like no actual, frost. Yeah, but cold. Yeah. Because it's going to be foggy. So everything's going to be a little damp mm-hmm. and it's going to be miserable. <laughs> so it's So it's like an overcast foggy? You're going to love it. No, 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 no. It's just foggy. Okay. Like it's going to burn. All right, I'll let quick. you just take this. Yeah, I'll yeah, let you take this. Thanks. 
I'm confused. It's, it's going to burn off quick. This is what you want, but it's going to be miserable. Well, maybe this is telling you a little something about me. Okay. Um, but things just kind of go crazy. Where, like, every ridge has multiple goblin birds on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now what happens is they all, they all fly down, and then they all shut up, and none of them show up. And you're just picking and choosing. Normally. Yeah. Well, even in your death hunt? Yeah. Okay. Especially in my death this hunt. This is what you want. Like I don't I don't want it to be like, "Oh, you're dying, so too this easy. one's going to come easy to yeah, you, you, you know." Nope. Nope. I want to earn my death. <laughs> so what happens is, you know, you had like your little your little homemade blind cuz this is back in the day. Oh. This isn't a, like a pop-up blind hunt. You're like 30 yards in the woods where you really shouldn't be. Oh, you're in the woods. Oh yeah, definitely okay. in the woods. Well, that's an important part of the yeah, sit- oh, that's, setting. That's, yeah, that's you're, you're like important. facing the field, but you can't really see the field because the way the land lies. You're actually facing the field. Yeah, where the turkeys roosted. Then behind you. Behind you, and you're what? facing the field. Yeah, I mean, just everything's wrong. <laughs> okay. He really wants to. Ch- he's just trying to put off death. Is what he's doing. Because he knows he ain't dying until after he kills it. Right. So, <laughs> what happens is, like you hear you hear him walking below you, mm-hmm. but. Those are the hens. Those are the hens that chose to came come up. But the gobbler went with the hens that went down. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, well, shit. And then one gobbler sounds off on the next point over, and you're like, oh, he's up top. Mm-hmm. We can get him. So then you start heading over there, and then when you get to where you set up on him, one gobbles right back where you were. So then you're like, tricky little bastards. So what, then what you do is go on a death march around the whole property. Now, I I do have an exact starting location and exact ending location. I lied to you because now it's all coming together. You have the property so. in mind, then? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know it. <clears throat> it's close to a river. Mm-hmm. So what happens is by the time you get to this, like, barn that's on the opposite side of the road and you, you took the long way around, mm-hmm. there was an episode of the Jake Slayer. Of mm-hmm. this, you'd kill one there. And what would happen is, where would you start? We starting across the road. Oh yeah, yeah, by like, like the house. Next point over. Yeah. And then no. you'd, you'd walk the whole point by the house, cross mm-hmm. the road, walk them two points. <laughs> you wouldn't hear a gobble the whole time until you, until you get to the point where the Jake slang happened. Then one would hammer off about forty five. So yards would you still be in the woods there? Or you'd would you be on the edge by the, the cedars? Edge. You'd be working the edge. You'd be working through the cedars. Yeah. This is just terrible, terrible to. podcasting because nobody has any clue, including myself. If, well, if you can't picture it, I think he's being relatively well, I, think I, mean, I think I'm painting a decent picture. Well, Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Okay, let me try this. So you're standing on, you know, you're walking a, a wood edge. You're writing a book here. You're writing where, a book. Where to your right is a, is a beautiful hayfield that slopes up. And to your left is just a nasty thicket of cedars that slopes way down hard. Mm-hmm. And right when you come to the tippy top of that point, one hammers off 50 yards away. You know you can't see it. It can't see you. You sprint out in the field 15 yards away. You stick one decoy in the ground. You sprint back. Sit down. There isn't a good tree to lean against. So you're just You just know the next 15 minutes are going to be miserable. And you know he's got 15 minutes to show up because after 15 minutes, you can't sit there anymore. Oh, because you're not patient, right? And at minute 13 and a half, there he is. You hear, 
I have yet to hear that. And you're like, oh, here we go. Weston, I can literally pull up a clip on video of a turkey doing that 10 yards from your fucking face. Yeah. You heard it. You just can't remember it because of the (laughs) bad things that happened immediately. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. So anyways, so he comes in drumming. PTSD about that. And he gets right up to the decoy. And he kind of like looks at it a little bit and then decides, what's what's weird about this? And comes out of strut. Boom! Story over. So yeah. That was good. That was that that was better description. Alright. I got mine now. Taylor. Please lay it on us. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to get my like uh Yeah smooth real, voice. Real deep, <clears throat> real real, <clears throat> real jazzy. <clears throat> Not oh, jazz. Hats on backwards, people, hats on backwards. Alright. I'm gonna get real close to this mic. It's first season. First day. Wednesday. Opening day of turkey season. I have quite a long walk back to a hidden green hayfield with very early but bright green hay coming up. Not in a blind. Sit in the fence row. There's a field right behind me. 30 degrees. I walked through the frost. My feet are a little damp, but not not like damp on my socks because I do have waterproof boots. But they're like, you know, like there's you're lucky that your socks aren't damp. It's still dark. A little bit of light starts coming up. There is a thick layer of fog in the valleys. Just the valleys. Clear sky above you. You still see the stars. Fog is kind of like fit into the valleys. Similar to like when you, like if you blew a bunch of like insulation into a hole. Just fog everywhere. Looks like you just reach your hand out and push it around. But it's clear skies. First gobble. Off to my right. Down in the old pasture orchard. Now I remember I'm sitting in a hay field. It kind of looks like. uh, If you were to hold a sledgehammer. So think about the handle. And then the sledgehammer. So it's like a big like rectangle. And then the handle kind of goes out into the woods. So you're sitting in the dead center of like the sledgehammer area. So like in the big rectangle, you're sitting right on top of this point. You see probably 200, 250 yards out in front of you of the handle that runs into the woods. Turkey gobbles straight out in front of you. Down to your left. And you got a lot in the distance. They are fired up. So sun, sun keeps coming up. Haven't called yet. You get the tree yelping going on. Hens are starting to cackle. The old fly down cackle. You hear a couple hens fly down. Well, you think are hens. Possibly a tom, though. The whole woods lights up. 
for about five minutes. Gobble to your right, gobble out front, gobble out to your left. Multiple birds in each situation. There's one gobbler, though. So there's multiple birds to your right, there's multiple birds to your left, and there's one lone one out in front of you. Everything quiets down. 20 minutes. You hit a soft call, soft yelp. Gobble straight out in front of you. Giant difference between when that gobble was in a tree and now it's on the ground. The gobble feels like it's shaking the trees. It's completely woken you up. You sit up in your chair. You look out at your decoys. I'd say I have a strutter, three-quarter, and a lay-down hen. Just need three. That's all I need. 12 yards out in front of me. He gobbles again. Moves off to your right a little bit. He's kind of working the right side of that point along the hill. He has to be about 10, 15 yards in from the field. Give him a little yelp again. Hammers right back at you. Comes working up the field as he doesn't pop out right away because we all know they never do. And then he shows himself. Far side of the field, kind of in the hand where the handle meets the uh, meets the sledgehammer. He starts coming. Slowly, fanned out, taking his time. Start getting a little iffy on the right here. Because you got two gobblers who are, you know, are on the ground and they're also making their way up to the field. You haven't heard much from the, the couple to your left. The main one, right out in front of you, slowly works his way in. You look out to your right, and there is two toms that show themselves, start displaying. And then, poof! They drop out a fan. Two toms come running. One tom comes running, and they meet at the decoys. Three toms. Beat the shit out of your decoys. The one tom turns on the two other younger juvenile toms, runs them off. I don't shoot because I, I have patience. <laughs> the main tom comes in. I put the red dot right on his face. Blow his head nearly off. He weighs about 28 pounds, inch and a half spurs, 12 inch beard, four year old. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to ask how old he was. Wow. (laughs) Do you know what location I was? No. Really? No. Hidden Greenfield. I'm pretty sure the episode is called Hidden Greenfield or something like that from last year where Joe belly crawled. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be a perfect morning. Wow. It's it's something about that like cool morning because, oh, man, when it's cold, it's clear, and there's fog, you're just, just sit back and just relax. Drink your coffee. Is it weird? The whole goddamn woods is going to be fucking going crazy. Every animal's going to be making noise. That story kind of turned me on. Did it turn you on, Jen? No, it made me go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Jen's tough to turn on, though, ladies. How how much coffee do you bring with you, would you say? Perfect amount. (sighs) 
Not for two. Well, here's the deal. How many thermoses have I lost so far? <laughs> oh, it's first season, you said. So, first, so first probably season, only two. First no. season, first day. <laughs> okay, so I haven't lost any so thermos yet. yet to lose the thermos. So I would probably have the biggest thermos that, that was available to me. You know, the big ones. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I'd fill that puppy up. Yeah. Especially if I know I'm going to be sitting, like, camping out in the field. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what kind of coffee is it? Probably just straight black, whatever's in, whatever's in the pantry. I don't really have a, yeah. don't really have a, I mean, I will agree that percolated coffee in Wyoming's pretty good. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. This is the thing that I miss out on. What kind of, what, what are your thoughts on the coffee? Oh, I'm probably filling up a thermos with uh, two French pressers of whatever coarse ground coffee I have at the house, which is probably going to be Kickapoo Coffee Infrared. Wow. Infrared. Infrared, yeah, big fan. Why? It's just really good. Smooth but bold. So you're kind of a <laughs> <laughs> So you're kind of like uh you're you're pretty picky when it comes to your coffee. Well, I was asking what the ideal scenario was. Right, you're right. And that's my ideal scenario in the coffee sitch. Okay. Yeah, I suppose I would <clears throat> appreciate, you know, a better end, a higher end coffee. I don't really have. I mean, Kickapoo coffee is really good. Yeah. So I could that's stick with stuff. that. But that's see, a, see, a, obviously the one I'm thinking of is a giant there. red bin of Folgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, everybody. Yeah. Folgers morning through, blend goes through that stage of their life. <clears throat> Girls let them through that. Um, I'm in that stage still. I actually don't ever really drink coffee that much. Oh, well, okay. You're a weirdo. You are a psychopath. But yeah, I'm I'm a big French press kind of guy. Love them. Yeah. Doesn't shock me. Really? How much time do you think that adds to your morning? None. Really? Mm-mm. Here's what you do. You wake up. Okay. Go Good downstairs. Start. You fill up the coffee like a like a normal bun coffee maker, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to have both. Have well, have I have I I just so happened to have the bun coffee maker okay. before I got into the French pressing. Okay. So what you do is you just fill that thing up. That's how you heat the water. So then you go take your piss. By the time. What? So you, you fill that up with hot water? No, no, no. You fill the... Like, you act like you're going to make coffee but in the just, bun, but you don't put any coffee grounds water. in... Right there, you're already past what it would take to make just a regular pot of coffee. But this is better. This is I, better. I, I, my question was, how much extra time does it take? He's and, explaining. And I'm explaining no extra time. Never... Oh. Obviously extra time, because you have to press it now. Okay. All right. So yeah. it takes 45 seconds <laughs> okay. extra. So what you do is you run that through. While you're running it through, you go take your leak. You come back. You dump the hot water into the French press. And you don't have to take up the time to, like, you you don't count the time for dumping the grounds into the French press because that's the time you would have spent dumping the grounds into the coffee filter for the bun. Okay. Don't look at me like that. Which which is so then you just go about your normal morning routine. Four minutes later, you can press it out. Never use a French press, so... Yeah, well, if you did, you wouldn't be so judgmental. <laughs> now that we're on topic, do you have any random thoughts that have been in your head lately? <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about how much I we should like get back Weston. to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just thinking that. That's not very random, though. That's pretty known. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't thought that for quite a while, actually. Like, I don't know if you're growing on me or I'm growing up or, or maybe you're just... He's growing um, on you, so you do like him, or I you don't? I think we've become better friends. Well, I just don't like, I just don't hate him. <laughs> That's 
nicest thing you've ever said to me. I know. I kind of have a rant. I kind of have a thought that in, isn't, like, hunting-related. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you think that shed hunting is just, like, really lucky? <laughs> like, walking around in that field today, like we should have found a shed, probably, because there was an absurd amount of tracks. Yeah, insane amount. The thing... Like, how these motherfuckers are always just finding sheds. Yeah, see, like... I don't understand I'm, it. I'm, I, like... I... It's not something I understand, and it's not something I'm good at. So, like, I'm real hesitant to just yeah. call it luck. I know. Like, I don't want to be that gas based. It's like, oh, I'm not good at it. It must be. Oh, these guys are lucky. No, I would. Well, I would agree. The not. people who consistently find a ton are like amazing. Obviously, right? Like, they've got something yeah. figured out that I don't know. Like, they might have better eyesight. They might like you know. Like, it's like mushroom hunting. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you might look past a hundred of them. Before you see your first one, but then once you like learn what you're, you know, like you adjust yeah, your, your eyes, eyes to to finding that, then you look back and you're like, oh, how did I walk past all of those? That's exactly what I was thinking. Corn stalks are a nightmare. That's exactly what I was thinking today as we were shed hunting. I was like, I wonder how many I have walked by, just because my eyes aren't like trained. Yeah. To well, we weren't gonna find a small one out there either. Like no, there's too much snow. But. I was just like, I wonder how many, like, if somebody that shed hunts, shed hunts a lot and is successful at it, could have seen that I probably didn't see. Yeah. Was just a thing that was running through my head. Uh, I don't, running I, through my head, too, because that's why I kind of doubled back on a lot of places you were walking. <laughs> <laughs> you did not. He's lying. He didn't. I bet he did. <laughs> he didn't. So, at one point, think of, like, the alley crop of, like... Um, corn and hay, mm-hmm. and you know the pinch point along a fence line where they, you know it's big enough for a tractor to go through. So we go from the one section down to the next section. Okay, I knew this. And was, I'm I starting was to get into up. like the part where like the field opens up where the crop is. And I look behind me; he's still walking on my trail. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You did not say that. Oh, no, I didn't say that. In my head, I said that. You said, because bottom side. <laughs> and I said, I thought you were going to the top side of this corn roll that we were walking along. Because he was halfway up the fucking thing when he said bottom side. So I came half all the way up to the bottom side of that corn roll. And then he came back The down. lack of awareness to know that we had already went through the row above us. And that we were doubling back to cover the whole field then mm-hmm. was concerning. And then after There's that, a lot of things about Wes. You did it again, story. and you're right. I didn't say anything that time. The next part, the last section we covered, when you're walking behind me, I looked behind you, and I just went like this, pointed up to the upper side. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> He's not wrong. That time he didn't have to say anything. That time I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm an idiot. I feel like a dick sometimes. Well, you are, but I know, but. <laughs> It's like, what are you doing? That, that, that second time was that serious. Like, ah, shit. <laughs> walked away with his, with his tail between his legs. Well, and then I get the whole, like, just walk down the middle of the field. Just like, because I'm super good at spotting these things. I should definitely be able to. Uh, yeah, that field needs to be walked again for sure once that snow gets melted. Once the snow's gone. Can um, talk about that? Well, not really. Oh, I guess, yeah. 
We didn't really. What uh, what are you thinking for your slam there, T? Yeah, which states would you choose for your slam? Osceola, obviously Florida. Yeah, that's your Eastern we have at Miriam's. You have. Yeah, I have. Nebraska and Rio's. Probably Texas. Arizona. I would do Rio's in Arizona. Why isn't Gold's on there? Because that's Mexico. Well, this is you. Sorry, this is this I, is the American Grand Slam, United States Grand Slam. Well, you can you can get them in Arizona and New Mexico. They're not really. Yeah. Well, why aren't they really? They're not really considered part. They're not of it. considered part of the Grand Slam. Yeah, that's stupid. Where are you, where are you gonna try to get your Osseo? Well, where are you gonna try to get your Miriam? Nebraska, I would imagine. Like if I could, if I could like because that's the thing. Like how how weird are you gonna are you gonna be like? It better be pure Miriam, then you'd well, have to go. Yeah, I'd probably go, go Wyoming then. Yeah, oh, Wyoming, yeah. Colorado, or Montana, I suppose. Yeah, I was gonna say Wyoming. I, yeah. Um, well, okay, but Let's... but Rio, I would probably go. I would probably go California. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd go California yeah. if I could. What about? Minus... I'd like to do it a couple times. I feel like once you get it done, it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't very hard. Right. And, like, the lifetime one isn't. They, they, I'm that talking, shouldn't like, be hard. a year. Oh, you want us to do this like in big, a year? Like, big day okay. every year. Okay, well, then. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, once you get going and you find your spots, it shouldn't be very difficult. But Right. I'd like, I would like to haunt Oklahoma. I would, I, there's yeah. just something about that state that, that makes me want to hunt. I'd like to hunt turkeys and it's that cheap, heavy too. sage is that yeah. what you're saying like because oklahoma you're gonna be hunting them in like flat sta- sage it's you don't have to like the the eastern side of of it i guess it's gonna be a lot of creek bottoms and yeah so if you could choose other any other state besides wisconsin to shoot an eastern in they're all the same to all me. of them i mean the easterns are everywhere. Oh, okay you know what i'll i'll go uh upstate new york yeah cool Canada. Go out east. Oh, dude, Canada, yeah. No. Yeah, why not? Well, oh, I definitely wouldn't mind I know a guy who getting up there and killing a turkey. Yeah, well, there's no turkeys there. <laughs> you need help. You need a spot. Well, I can tell you right now, there are no turkeys there. Because you hurt? You know the guy? Yeah, I've, I've met him. <laughs> there's no turkeys there. Cool guy? No, an asshole. <laughs> Nice rat tail, though. Yeah, that's true. It's on the bucket list. We're going to do that at some point. some point, when we have enough time. Well, I don't, I don't assume you're going to ever have enough time, but... Well, someday you'll have a child. We had this conversation today. I don't want to hear it. Taylor's concerned about how much he loves ball. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't you hear me just say no? I, <laughs> I said, wait till, they, wait till I have a child, and he goes, yeah, I'm pretty concerned about that. Well, yeah, it's concerning to have a just a a thing that consumes your life. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that, especially for someone who has a little bit of control freak. <laughs> yeah. So I think next week we're going to cover um, what Weston? Uh, next week we are covering. Well, it sounds pretty undecided. <laughs> no, well, what, no, we had something. It was uh oh weather. Yeah. Weather. Weather related stuff with turkeys. How does Big weather, weather fan here. Yeah, Taylor, if he wasn't where he is, he should have been a meteorologist. I um. used to do uh, fake weather reports right on that 
closet. I I, I used that old VHS tape. I do believe that. And I'd videotape myself doing weather reports on that wall. That would be some gold if we could find that. <laughs> I have yeah. no clue where that would be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, how does weather affect turkey activity? I'll give you a little foreshadowing. Jed does not believe it affects it at all, and I do believe it affects quite so a bit. Uh, be... I'm, I won't say at all. Oh no, Jed's coming back on what he said earlier. Oh, I think it affects our attitude more than it affects theirs. All right. Well, tune in next week to find that out. Yeah, and make sure if you're still listening right now, make sure you click subscribe. And if also, thank you yeah. for listening yeah. this long because this I is painful. Gonna, like, I'm mad that I'm still here listening. I'm pretty upset that I'm gonna have to listen to this all back again. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> all right, thank guys, you. get outside. It's gonna be so nice out. Get some shit hunting done. Get some uh, preparation for turkey hunting done, and See you next enjoy time. it. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking down a good couple months oh, mm-hmm. coming up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good couple months. About to get riled up. Oof. I am riled up. <laughs>